Now this year we're going to start off in the books of that book of Acts. We're going to be talking through the whole book on Sunday mornings, and we'll be going through the book of Philippians on Wednesday night. The book of Acts is powerful. There's the church age is born, and uh, I believe that God is birthing something new today, and He wants to do a work in all of us. Amen. So we're going to. Um, Go through the whole book of Acts. And so today it's Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Just happens to be our memory verse was in there. I actually had this memory verse for the second week, so I swapped them. So next week was supposed to be this week, so here we go. Why don't we stand and let's read the word together. Acts chapter 1, verse 1 through 8. The former account I made, O Philophilus, Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to both to do and to teach, until the day in which he was taken up after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days in speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit promised, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait. Everybody say, wait. wait. For the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, when you, when, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put into his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Dear Heavenly Father, as we go into this time of your word, I pray that the Holy Spirit would give us truly an ear to hear what he wants us to take in today. That God, that we would be empowered, we'd be pure, Father God, and holy as we leave this place today, God, from being in your presence and going through your word. Lord, I pray that, Lord, we would learn to wait on you and trust you, God, that, Lord, that supernaturally you would do a great work in us this year. And, Father, that your hand would cover, keep, and protect us. And we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I pray you had a happy new year. Happy new year to you all. Thank you for the wonderful Christmas gifts that you blessed Alana and I with. And uh, it's just been a real blessing uh, this end of the year and excited for this new year. How many of you are excited for the new year? Amen. Amen. <laughs> no, no. Come on, everybody. Let's give it a little. <laughs> it's an exciting new year. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, as I read through this, you know, we see, you know, Luke wrote the book of Acts. And, but we also see that after Jesus died and was resurrected, he appeared to the disciples many times. Many people saw him, you know, and, and not every account is recorded. But they say, you know, a, a good 500 people saw him after he was resurrected. So there's just tr so much truth about it and truth in here. You know, and Jesus, he was filled with the Holy Spirit when he was baptized. I remember we did a baptism one time. This lady came to me and she said, Pastor, I really want to get baptized, but I can't get my eyes wet. The doctor told me, don't get your eyes wet because she had an infection in her eyes. I said, well, 
I said, I'll tell you what, instead of going like this, I'll go like this and I'll stop when I get to there. She said, okay. She'd come down in the tank. I said, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I just began to push down and, and then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit hit her and she fell flat on the floor in the tank. I'm like, I, I didn't do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm pulling her up. I'm like, that wasn't me, okay? And then, and, then, and then the Holy Spirit hit her again. And bam, down to the bottom of the tank she went. I'm like, I swear it's not me, you know? And I pulled up, but the Lord healed her eyes in that, you know? She just went down. It was, oh, it was fun. But when Jesus got filled with the Holy Spirit, he, he not only got filled with his spirit, but the Father spoke to him, you know? And he, he got the baptism of the water. In Luke chapter 3, 22, it says, the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven and said, you are my beloved son in whom I'm pleased, well pleased. He, that's how Jesus was filled. The Holy Spirit came at baptism. It was an incredible time. It was, like, it was like a dove. It wasn't a dove. It was like a dove descending upon him and it filled him overflowing. And in John chapter 3, verse 34, it says, For he whom God has sent, Jesus, speaks the words of God. For God does not give his spirit by measure. So Jesus did not receive the spirit with measure. There was no cap on the Lord. He received the Holy Spirit. He was filled, overflowing. And he worked out of an overflow of the Spirit of God in him. He was filled so powerfully. And this is how, when he took the disciples in Luke chapter 9 and, and verses 1 and 2, he sent out the disciples. It says, then he called his 12 disciples together, gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and heal the sick. Okay, so Jesus had all that power and all authority that he could take in, all of it. He had it, and he had so much that he laid his hands on the disciples, and he sent them out under the power of God that was in him to do the work that they were called to do. What is it? Uh, cast out demons, cure diseases, heal the sick. They, Jesus anointed them with power to go out and to do that. He did it for the 12. He did it for the 70. He did it a few times, but it was the... Junior, the Holy Spirit, it filled him so overflowing that it just flowed out of him. He had an abundance, and that's how he operated. Now, I don't believe that we get that measure, that there is no measure of what we have. I believe, as I was praying about this the other day, I said, Lord, why don't you, you give, it, give it to us without measure? And he said, because I want you to keep coming back. You know, when, once we get more than enough, we stop. Jesus said, I, I'm not going to give you more than enough. I'll give you enough to do the job, but you got to keep coming. You got to keep plugging in. That's why he said in Ephesians, he said, don't be drunk with wine, which is dissipation. He says, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And what that means is constantly get filled. Get filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, it was beautiful in Egypt. I said, you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit and power? Stand to your feet. Well, every person stood up. Here in the church, I might get three, four people stand up. There, man, they just like, 
China, oh my gosh, you can't keep up with all the people that would want to be filled, empowered, and, and run with God. But as we read today, you know, the power is to be given to each one of us. We are to walk in the power that is described in this scripture right here. You have given them power and authority over all demons to cure diseases. You see, you see that? Over all demons. Why? Why do we have power over demons? To cure disease. Now, why do we need power over demons to cure disease? Because disease comes from the pit of hell. And then you have, because then he goes on, and then he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Disease is from the pit, man. This COVID stuff, and you say, oh, some man created, whatever, it's from the pit of hell. It's from the pit of hell. And God has given us power over that, amen? He's given you power and authority over that. Hallelujah. He, he says that we would receive the power and we would do the same miracles in our life that those disciples did. That's the intent of it. If you go back to Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, it says, I indeed baptize you with water. This is John the Baptist talking, with water under repentance. But he who is mightier, he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Amen. You know, that, like I said, that is John the Baptist prophesying what Jesus would do. Baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire. The Holy Spirit empowers us and the fire purifies us. As I was, I, I like to lay in bed and just dream think think and dream and think and dream and, and let God speak to me. And, and he told me this last week. He said, I want you to anoint the people with oil and water. I'm like, I'm down with the oil, Lord, but what about the water? I mean, we're not Catholic. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. And the Lord said, anoint with water for purification. And that's what the baptism was, being baptized with fire purifies. It purifies us so that we don't go out in our own strength, so that we don't go out and cancel out the power with our sin active in our lives. Amen. Because sin will cancel out the power. So today we are going to anoint you, not yet, but with water and with oil. Delana's going to anoint you with water. I'm going to anoint you with oil. And there's going to be a line of people to pray for you. So Jesus imparted to the 12, into the 70, and they were operating under the power of God that was put into Jesus. So, and this is why Jesus makes this statement in John 14. He said, I'll pray to the Father. He'll give you another helper. Who's the helper? The Holy Spirit. Okay. That he would abide with us for a few minutes. Forever. Everybody say forever. So the Holy Spirit will never leave you. Now, you may leave him, but he's going to follow you. Remember, the Lord chases after you because he what? He loves you, and he has a plan for you. So he'll be with you forever, the spirit of truth. Okay, the Holy Spirit will reveal truth to you. Okay, so he's, you're not going to, you, you don't ever have to be deceived. You just have to receive the truth. You just have to walk in the truth. And it said, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you 
and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. So, Junior, come here for a minute. Let me use you as an example. Okay, so, let's see. Who, let me get, I will not leave you. Okay, so Junior's Jesus, okay? He's got the beard, everything. He's rocking. He's Jesus, okay? You good with that? <laughs> All right. So he's Jesus, okay? So now the Holy Spirit is in him. And so, Susan, come. You put your hand on her head. Okay, that's good. <laughs> You're messing up her hair now. <laughs> okay. So now you go and lay hands on somebody else. Okay. Okay, so she's going. Lewis, you go lay hands on somebody else. And just keep, uh, keep it going for a minute, you know. Just whoever he lays hand on, just go somewhere. And, and then now Elvia goes. And, and, and you, you see how this works? So Jesus anointed Susan. Susan went out and reset anointing. Now, because Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit overflowing. He had an abundance. He had no measure of the Spirit. So he could lay hands on people and be, there'd be an impartation of the Holy Spirit. Now the idea is when we see come into the book of Acts that Jesus is leaving. Okay, so when he leaves, he's taking the Spirit that's in him with him. Okay, he's gonna go. That's why he says, I'll send another, the helper, who will abide with you forever. See, Jesus was leaving. He's not going to abide here forever. He was going up to sit where? At the, At the right hand of the Father. And the right hand, your right side, represents power. He sat down at the right hand as the power of God. And so, Jesus left. Leave. <laughs> and then, Delonda, you come. And then the Holy Spirit came. And the Holy Spirit could be everywhere at once. The Holy Spirit could be in you and in you and in you and you and you and you and you and you. Jesus had to go because, see, it says, you know him. I'm pointing there because I'm reading it there. But you know him for he dwells with you. He dwelt with us in Christ. But now that Christ is gone, the Holy Spirit that he's sending, the helper, will be in you. He says, so he says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but I'm sending the Holy Spirit to be in you so that you can be what? So that you can be empowered, amen? You can have the power to be a witness, amen? Not the power to sit and enjoy the goosebumps and the hallelujahs, but the power to be a witness, the power to go out to lay hands on the sick, amen, so that they will recover, to have authority over demons that, that cause disease. It's not just, you can sit down, thank you, Holy Spirit. It's not just a party. The Holy Spirit dwelt in Jesus. Jesus was letting them know he's leaving. The Holy Spirit would come and he would be in you forever. Now fast forward in the book of Acts and you see Jesus is leaving and, and they're to wait. Everybody say wait. Wait to be filled with the Spirit. He's telling them, I'm leaving, power's going with me, so my father's gonna send another one just like me, be in you, the form of the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit's everywhere at once. Everybody say everywhere. He's in you. 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 Amen. He's you in you. This is how we receive that power. The power that Jesus had flowing through him. Now, when he sent his disciples out, what they did with it was great. Look at this, Luke 9, 6. So they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. This is the role that we have in the body of Christ. It wasn't just left to the 12, it's left to the believer. And as we move forward in the book of Acts, the idea of being filled with the Holy Spirit is not just speaking in tongues, which I love to do. I speak in tongues every day, but it's about preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. That's what being filled with the Holy Spirit is about, is that you preach the gospel and you heal people everywhere you go. You just got to start. Just start believing. Hey, God said it, I receive it, and I'm anointed, I'm appointed, I'm going to go do it. Amen. That's the idea for each of us. You know, as we talked about last week, we need to make the decision that we're going to be obedient to the Lord. If you weren't here last week, go listen to it. It's called The Road to Bethlehem, Part 3. And this is why Jesus said, though, wait. Because going going out without the Spirit is like going into a battle without a gun. You need the Holy Spirit. You need to pray in the Spirit, but you need to go and do with the Holy Spirit. Remember, Jesus gave them power and authority over demons. So Acts 1.8 says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That word in the Greek is dunamis, and that word is translated to do miracles. You're given the power to do miracles when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. See, you don't have to doubt. You have that power in you, okay? So now Jesus, remember, he gave the disciples power and authority. So Matthew 28, 18, it says, Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Now, those notes below it are mine. This is the authority we need to operate in the power. And Jesus has all the authority. So John 16, 14 and 15, it says that the Holy Spirit, the he is the Holy Spirit. He will glorify me, Jesus, for he, the Holy Spirit, will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, Jesus, Therefore, I said that he, the Holy Spirit, will take of mine, Jesus, and declare it to you. So the Holy Spirit has, I mean, Jesus has all the authority, right? That's what it said in Matthew 28, 18. All authority. Everybody say all. All. So, and then Acts 1, 8 says that we receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. So we receive the ability to do miracles, but Jesus has all the authority to do the miracles. And I know I've said this before, but it's like Jake is the captain of our ship. Jake is, oh, I can't use you yet, Jake. I gotta use my brother Junior over here because he's Jesus. (laughs) 
I was, I was almost going to make a double Jesus. We got J, um, J, Junior over here. He's Jesus, and he has all the authority, right? He's been given all authority. Then you got Jake over here. It's a long stretch now, Jake. I got to include you, though. Jake is the believer that's filled with the power of God. Junior's the captain of our ship, amen? He's the captain. Jesus is the captain of our ship. Now, Jake's a believer. Jake's the gunner on the ship. Jake's got the power in his hands. He can pull the trigger on the gun. You know, he'd just be... That's Jake. He's got the power. But he's a man under authority, under Jesus. So Jake does not have the authority to use the power that's in his hands. He's a gunner. He doesn't have the authority to use or the right to use the power to do miracles because Jesus has the authority. But the Holy Spirit, the Londa, stand up here. The Holy Spirit. I don't want you to have to run, but it'd be great if you could run over to Junior and you're in. <laughs> I'll run for you. So the Holy Spirit runs over to Jesus and he takes what is Jesus and he gives it to the believer, Jake, so that, boom, he has the authority, he has the power, he can go out and he can do miracles anytime that he sees the need. Now I'm out of breath. Now you can sit down, Holy Spirit. Do you see how it works? You're anointed with power. And the Holy Spirit takes of what is Jesus and he imparts it to you by filling you, never leaving you, never forsaking you, but always being there when you need him, amen? And so you don't have to doubt, does Jesus want to use me? You don't have to wonder, does God want to use me today? Of course he does. He did not fill you just to sit there. But he wants you to go. He wants you to do. Amen? That's the idea behind it all. I'm going to take a drink. So who can be filled? Who is this for? All of us, amen. Acts chapter 2, 38 and 39. Look at this. Acts chapter, yeah, there you go. Then Peter said to them, this is right after the disciples were filled. Everybody thought they were drunk. Peter says, these men aren't drunk as they should suppose. And then he goes in, he talks, he talks, he talks. And he says, repent. Let every one of you be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you, to your children, to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. That's us. We're the far off ones, as many as the Lord God would call. We're the ones that he wants to fill today, amen. It's there, it's for the believer, hallelujah. He has come to fill us overflowing. And I don't care if you've been filled before or not. I believe we need to start this year off being pure 
and holy and anointed with power. Amen. I believe God wants to do a supernatural work in us this year. And I believe that God prophetically today has a sign for you that you're going to be pure and you're going to walk in the power of God. That you're going to overcome your weaknesses. You're going to overcome your insecurities. And you're going to start walking out what God has intended for you. You're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles. You're going to come. You're going to share here. This is what God did this week. This is what God did tomorrow. Tomorrow. Testify for tomorrow even. But just begin to share what God wants to do, what he is doing, and how he did it into you. We all need to be encouraged, amen? We all need to hear, how do you overcome your fears and do it? Because that's the only thing that can hold you back, is fear. False evidence appearing real. We're not given a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7. So today, um, if I could get Jake and maybe Lewis, if you could move the communion table down this way. Just kind of put it right over here. Because uh, this is what we're going to do. It's a prophetic act for 2022. Just take the covers off of them too, please. If the worship team could come back. As I said, the Lord told me today that we are to anoint you with water for purification and with oil for power. And it's a prophetic act that we're doing today and then as you come through, that you grab communion cup and you go and you just, you could go to the altar, go to your seat, take communion with the Lord. 